hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. While I was making dinner, I had a can of kombucha in the fridge, and I popped it open. And <laughs> this, is, uh, this sounds like a stand-up bit. What hey, so uh, what's the deal? Um, yeah, I was getting fucked up on the beach. Do you want to? Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear my life experience, or do you not? Make a decision right now. You're gonna make fun of me for mm. my kombucha, my kombucha mm. habits, or not? Mm, no, I I want the wisdom of the booch. Okay, here's the booch wisdom. I thought in my fridge I had regular canned kombucha. I had 7% alcohol kombucha. And so now, <laughs> I was drinking it while I was making dinner, so before food. And um, 7% is not in- insignificant. And now I'm now I'm feeling, now I'm there. Now I'm there. Oh, just at you. You're like, <laughs> you're in the, the <laughs> kitchen making a pizza pie, whatever you're doing. Uh-huh, you're throwing it over pie. your head. Uh-huh. And you're going... Whoa. When the <laughs> moon hits you, I like a big pizza. Oh, fuck. Whoa. whoa. Oh, what was in that booch? Oh, whoa. The good gut bacteria is bad for this gut. It's oh, so gingery. Oh, man. Kombucha is one of those things that I'm like, it's always just so expensive. Yeah, this was actually a uh, this, I I don't buy kombucha for myself, but I do agree with you. It's like, it is just fermented tea. Shouldn't it? Tea's mm. cheap, right? But I guess the process of fermentation is is uh, driving it's it. It's a marketing ploy. It's they they got a market. <laughs> they cornered it. Listen, I'm in. Listen, I'm in the pocket of big kombucha, and I'm here to tell you, <laughs> you need to have more gut bacteria. Now I'm. It's Alex Jones here, and I I want to tell you that the kombucha is making the frogs gape. <laughs> And you know what? You can help me fight kombucha by by donating to my fund because I'm getting sued to fucking hell and back. You can buy my Whoa. spiked chocolate milk right here. Just click this link right here. <laughs> did I? Oh, speaking of spiked chocolate milk, did so I? That's ever tell a hard segue. Yeah, story? tell me about this. I was once at a, a restaurant, a, a nice Italian restaurant in uh, upstate New York. Okay, I forget what the name of the. Uh, the restaurant was but it was just ra- like a random place that we found that because we do a family reunion up there mm-hmm. two things about this one is the spiked <laughs> chocolate milk one uh <laughs> i i looked and i saw that my cousin's ch- children were drinking chocolate milk at this italian food restaurant uh, and okay. i was like what if you had like spiked chocolate milk and my mother looks at me and she goes you know what that would be called a little boy's dream. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, what? Where did but, that come mm-hmm. from? <laughs> I don't know. It was like it was ins- it was a wild thing for my mother to just turn to me, apropos of of me just saying spike chocolate milk, because she's like little boy's dream. She came up with a name on the spot, and that's right improv, and that's where she I said get yes it, and baby. yes and dreams. And the other thing, yes and, was the bathroom in this place was insane because you mm-hmm. go into the men's room it is uh it is wider way it was it's thin and very wide there's you how can open it be the door thin there's a little sink. you mean thin and long yeah and long i okay. mean it's i was wide like how could, you, it was how could like it be thin when you walk thin in thin and wide you open up the door so the uh-huh. door is on the like left side uh sink right in front of it urinal next to that and then on the end facing towards like at the end like a throne is a a toilet seat just a seat just a the like is it, just, wait, you know on. just is a regular a, toilet is it a so is there, it a single <laughs> occupancy uh situation here or is it like doors you, you coming have to in and make out it. there i i think there was maybe even two urinals so you just have to weird take the time to lock the door <laughs> and say this is mine now and then you, or you, if you leave it open and somebody opens it up to go Come take on a one in. seat, you sit your 
Welcome to my domain, my, my stinky I, domain. I'm holding court. You can confess to me as you take your pee. <laughs> that was a good rhyme here in Segment go. City. Welcome to Segment City, the poo-poo throne. Don't call us. Don't call us the poo-poo <laughs> throne. I hate that. The one, the one toilet ring to rule them all. The the urinal cake to rule them all. My name is Will Kane, and I am the Lord of the Urinal Rings. Yes. <laughs> And I'm Theo Sapakos. I'm both thin and wide. I'll let you figure that one out. <laughs> you you got that skinny thick guy. I don't know. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah, okay. Well, this is a podcast in which Theo and I do goose and gaffs based off of the most popular websites on the internet. We dumpster dive through the internet through websites like Wikipedia, Amazon. We get those good nuggets from the places you don't expect. But you know what you can expect? Here at Segment City. Goofs and gaffs. Will, goose and gaffs. Well, goose and gaffs. And a very particular goof and gaff. Will stupid thoughts. Mm-hmm. I have stupid thoughts all the time, Theo. Mm-hmm. All the dang time. Such and as, this one, what if you put alcohol in chocolate milk? What's that? Little boy's dream. Little boy's dream. This is a little boy's dream. Today's thought. Professional athletes and professional esports athletes... Could not be more different oh, physically. No. They are the opposite end of the spectrum of give me your lunch money, nerd. They are on the two <laughs> polar opposite ends of that interaction. They are both athletes, though, sir. And I <laughs> shall expect you to give them the due respect couldn't that they have, deserve. Listen, couldn't we have come up with a different word bes- besides esports athlete? It's esports. Just- okay. Th- that's the lazy email. I get it. They were in, <laughs> somebody came up with that in like 1989. Like that, that was clever. That was clever. Back that then. was clever. Uh huh. Th- then they're just like, oh yes, the greatest athletes of our age. We have ge- <laughs> gentlemen such as what is this? Uh, Virgin Destroyer 6969420. So he's doing real good. So he's doing well. People are known for their usernames, which is also funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, in esports, they're known for their usernames. They're known for their cl- the clans are a thing. Like teams aren't mm-hmm. a thing, but clans are a thing. Yeah, right. And and their teams are usually sponsored by like I don't know Razer or or you know other other kind right. of companies. Sometimes they're not even in the video game game. Very just very like, weird thing to me. People will buy tickets to an arena to watch these events live. That's that very the- odd to me. The Dota 2 International is yeah. like millions of dollars if you win it. It's a great. I've had friends that have gone to it. I'm like, right. I'm not going to spend my fucking <laughs> time and money to go to to watch people do something that I could stream for free. Another weird thing. These these teams are still uh, location based, like mm. like the uh, I don't know, Minnesota whatever's right. Minnesota. Yeah. Are they rockers? I think they're Minnesota rockers in some that was, but like, that was a thing. But then, like, the people I, I, I gather actually live in Minnesota if they're on this team, but they're, like, they can be from wherever. <laughs> you just raised that, like, do people live in minnesota i'm not questioning the living it, i'm not but... living and questioning the living in minnesota i'm questioning like that your 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 sport resides on the internet which doesn't need yes. to exist in minnesota you know that right i think that was i because overwatch i think did that the most they tried to really push that where it was like the there was a boston team there was like regional teams it, i think it's more based off of because i watched professional starcraft too sometimes and they're teams oh god uh, nerd alert here listen let's get into the meta of, uh, uh zerg versus Protoss. if you could just if you could just shove your lunch money right into your disk drive it'll actually be faxed over to me uh if you could just do that okay cool it actually be, gets turned into cryptocurrency they don't uh-huh, tell you that's, that. that that's the yeah. hack that's, that's a quick a, hack that's, a, that's a quick hack for you listeners out there but they they do like i don't know there's south korean teams i think it, it's going away but Remember Overwatch? Remember that I remember game? It. Yeah, I have a sure thing. I watch. <laughs> I there's a Gundam game coming out that is just Overwatch because mm. I watched like five minutes of gameplay and I was like, that is Overwatch. You just did Overwatch. Mm. 
Um, but that, <laughs> yeah, that was, they really pushed that. That, that they're like, this is the Boston Strikers or whatever. And they, it's like, I guess, do I have regional? Is this, <laughs> is this regional pride? None of these people are from the Boston area. Yeah. <laughs> they all moved here. <laughs> they all right. here for college. Which is true of, true of, of uh, professional athletes as well. But it feels like there's a level of disconnect even it further. Makes, to go to your Minnesota examples, it makes sense though. You have a stadium there that you yes. practice. You have a team. You have camaraderie. They're, you're physically there. If you were just an esports team, you can be anywhere, baby. But I guess ping and like I don't know, servers ping is king. I guess if you need that, yeah. that good Minnesota server connection, that's what you need. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> in the a, heartland, the, the the internet highway yeah. that is Minnesota that goes straight. Through, all roads lead to Minnesota, just like Rome. You know. Yeah. Also, I don't mean to degrade anyone. If there's any hunky esports athletes, I can see. <laughs> if, some, I've heard that. If you're a hunky things. esports athlete, show yourself. Show <laughs> see, yourself. Unmask yourself. I think there's a lot of um, maybe cardio would be good if you got to be fast on a thing. But there's, I feel like a lot of them, if they are hunky, it's it's they're one of those people that was just born with biceps. You ever encounter those people? Born, they yeah, just, born to build, uh, born with they build. Just, they just look very fit, and then they yeah. try to walk up a hill, and they're like, <gasps> I'm out of breath, dude. And you're like, do you not, do you look like you could you look fit. do a, you look like you you could be in the Olympics. And they're like, I could barely get out of bed. <laughs> it's a struggle. You know, it's not a struggle, though. And you know what's the internet highway to the next segment? Mm-hmm. This, we're on here. We're on, on it. The next segment. Ready to go. That's, that's yours. That's your segment. Oh, it's me. It's me. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I, I thought you were teeing yourself up for the big reveal. No, no. Um, <laughs> we, did, we usually discuss that. Uh, I, for you, have the return. Return of a beloved segment. Uh, return of, is this the onion? A little quiz for mm. you, where I pull two, two fake articles sourced from theonion.com and one real article... And you have to tell me, you have to decipher the clues and riddle me this about which is the, the correct one. Mm, okay. All right. So I have three articles. First one for you. Denver man faces felony after city accuses him of making pickleball court without permission. <laughs> oh, felony. Yes. That's, ooh, modern. <laughs> Very in the in uh-huh. pickleballs, very much in the zeitgeist. As right we've now. discussed so in previous one. episodes, go listen to our previous episodes. Uh, yes. Next one, New Jersey financial advisor recommends fraud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good way to get ahead, but also get to jail. <laughs> to get so, straight to jail. Hmm. Uh, and the and the final one, Supreme Court agrees to hear the case of the haunted harbor. <laughs> Okay, that's that. I think that might be fake. <laughs> you think that's too out there? Mm, it's. Mm, I don't think it would get to the Supreme Court. Is the only problem. <laughs> I think it could get to a court. I don't think local it could get... court, maybe state level, but Supreme. I, I, I don't know. I'm it's gonna not big, say it's not big enough. It's not big enough news for you. They're taking on the the Bermuda Triangle, but can't be bothered with the Haunted Harbor. <laughs> Yeah, they got bigger fish to fry. They got, like, what, what happened to these planes? <laughs> Why haven't we looked into this? Maybe <laughs> Haunted Harbor sounds like they're like, maybe we could get old Ruth Gator Ginsburg B- 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 <laughs> back. We could see her ghost, see, see if she could weigh in on all this All right, one. all nine of us, all nine of us got to get to the seance tonight. If you're not there, she's not going to be summoned. Listen, we got to be there, all of us, hands on the board. I would love if she gets summoned and she just had like, oh, uh, <laughs> Peter Ginsburg, <laughs> we summoned you. And then she, her ghost appears and it has cucumbers over the eyes and like, the face <laughs> she's, she's like, like, fuck, dude, I'm what? What I'm, do you want? I was chilling. I can't even rest. Like, like let I've me been, rest. It's Supreme Court for life, not for death, dude. You said rest Come in on. peace. I'm living my peace. What are you doing? I'm, I got pieces of cucumber on my eyes. Please. <laughs> Please. I'm gonna okay, so I'm eliminating ghost one. I think that's a, I think that's very onion to me. Yeah, yeah, I feel okay, like they have they have a <laughs> they have a picture of the Scooby Doo gang probably. <laughs> um, between the the pickleball court thing sounds pretty real. Okay, but felony char- uh, felony charge. 
I don't know what the joke would be for the onion for that one. The joke. Whereas the, the joke the being around one, pickleball, probably. Yeah, but the the <laughs> just saying do fraud is <laughs> just is do fraud. on the border. It's on the border of real because the world is crazy enough that it would happen. But it's also I could see the bits, the goose and the gaffs that Onion would do. Mm-hmm, <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. well, you see, like I could imagine the dialogue. So I'm gonna say that the the pickleball court is a real article. Pickleball court is a real article. Well, to bring you the real story, we go to Denver Channel Seven ABC. Quote: Ooh. It was not a crime. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that's not what for you to say. I, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> Did, unless. <laughs> Denver, a seven-year-old, 71-year-old Denver man is facing a felony charge after city officials say he made a pickleball court without permission. The prosecution on the table, some believe the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Quote, the whole pickleball community is already saddened and shocked, said Jen Dan, Jen, uh, Jan <laughs> Derver, a friend of seven-year-old Arslan Gunny who, and fellow oh pickleball player. Gunny and others use the baseball court the basketball court at Denver's Central Park Recreational Center for Pickleball. Last Monday, the markings on the court had faded, so Gurney remarked them with a Sharpie. A, a Sharpie. Mm-hmm. Sharpie, that's with what With a Sharpie? A Sharpie. Just, I would have... So this... Like, I would have okay. thought spray paint, but a Sharpie. Three days later, an arrest warrant for felony criminal tr- mischief was issued for Gunny. Gunny, we're going to get him. He's hidden away eating his applesauce and playing his pickleball. But work, work, this is the war on pickleball, all right? There's only got crime him. here, and we got to put a step to it. They got him for criminal mischief, the silliest crime name of all. <laughs> criminal is, It is only for 70-year-old pickleball players in Newsies. There's and no <laughs> for cats for mystery. cats have gotten into trouble that they shouldn't have. Uh, yep. The court document also claims tens of thousands of dollars in damages. Gunny tens also received no. an email notifying him his Denver Parks and Recreational membership has been suspended indefinitely. Take that! No more public parks for you. Can an entire department <laughs> have a power trip? Is that possible? Like an entire go- like the city, the Parks and Rec department was just like. Finally, our time to shine. <laughs> Does the article also say how thick, how dummy thick this Sharpie was? Because you, uh, I'm thinking about regular Sharpie here. I Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, it would take a long time if you just have a regular Sharpie to sit down and color those lines. Just get chalk. I think chalk, like if you want to do fun little, like do the yeah. four square. I don't know. That's how you do it. Quote, here's what we call the mayor of pickleball, Derver said. He is an expert player, but always takes time to slow down his game, to teach others to play the people of any ability. I have 40 letters that have been given to me that I'm submitting to the lawyer that attest to his kindness and generosity. <laughs> I am the king of pickleball. <laughs> you may notice that I might have misinterpreted the sport. Um, I thought it was just going to eat a bunch of pickles, but you know what? It's it's good to slow down because when you're full of brine. <laughs> oh, I'm in my prime. I'll be playing pickleball for another forty years. Its monocle falls out. Criminal <laughs> mischief. <laughs> oh no! Oh my! It was just a sharpie. Our, I know the sharpies are permanent, but I think we have the technology to <laughs> clean it up. <laughs> I think that's something that we can do. I think they had nothing better to do. Strikes me. Oh, 100%. What, what is the Parks and Rec Department going to do? It's not like parks are more popular than ever. It sounds... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like somebody gave a park ranger handcuffs and was like, now don't get crazy. Don't go crazy now. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, what am I going to do with this? Put a little bear? <laughs> Denver? <laughs> Parks Department. What am I gonna? I'm gonna arrest people now. Don't go for crazy. the trees. <laughs> You're sprouting too far, tree. <laughs> You're on. under arrest. Book them, boys. Book them, boys. Take them down. down. Criminal mischief. Oh. You you solved my riddle this time. I'll be back with more riddles. Do, can do, can you give me a TLDR at least on uh, the second one? Because that's the one. <laughs> 
Is it just like fun little fraud advice? The financial advisor recommends fraud. Yeah. Uh, after going over various options with a new client, local financial advisor Gary O'Malley reported recommended fraud this week. Quote, if you want to secure financial future for yourself and your family, I can't recommend anything more than fraud, said O'Malley, <laughs> who then went over the different avenues of fraud available to his client, recommending he diversify his portfolio to include securities fraud, tax fraud, and embezzlement. <laughs> I don't recommend fraud to everyone because if you don't have a good chunk of change to invest in it from the beginning, it can become a big hassle. But once you're all set up, oh it's the best long-term way to ensure your money keeps making money. Yeah, I suppose. You got to go the, the Bernie Madoff <laughs> route and get yourself a little pyramid scheme. And from the Haunted Harbor article, dimming the lights and candles before oral arguments started, the U.S. Supreme Court reportedly agreed Monday to hear the case of the Haunted Harbor. Quote, what happened down there at the docks that grim October night has important implications for how this nation addresses mysterious happenings and events that defy ordinary explanation. The court stated in a writ of, uh, that's a word, Sertoriari, uh, ordering the First Circuit Accords of Appeal to return over all of the materials it had relating to the unexplained sightings of spectral presences down by the qu the key on a small moonlit night, still moonlit night. Uh, I would l absolutely watch that TV show, though. <laughs> X-Files combined with Law and Order, like more, Your Honor, we got a ghost in the, and this ghost been spooking people, and that's criminal mischief, if you ask me. Uh, listen, Your Honor, uh, my defend, my client, the ghost, listen, he was out for his midnight walk. He wasn't out to spook anyone. This is just a huge misunderstanding. Ooh. I'm sure you could <laughs> Sure, Sir, he... that is contempt of court if you say anything else. Ooh, if you okay. boo one more time, bailiff, bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> bailiff, get him. bailiff, get him out of here. <laughs> he jumps through the ghost. He's like, I can't get him. You just get a big, he just gets a big fan. <laughs> he blows, blows him out of there. The get him out of here. Get him out of here. That's going to do Sir, it for my Sir, my segment. client is a Frankenstein monster, but that does not mean that he does not have rights. <laughs> I would absolutely watch that. You know what I wouldn't watch, though? Tell me what you wouldn't watch. The subject of these Wikipedia historians. Mm. I got two short ones for you that okay. are related. <laughs> and uh, related in a very naughty kind <gasps> of way. Yeah, this is a, we're about to get, if there are any children in the room... Get him out of here. Get we the already big told fan. you. Uh, we already told Get the big fan. We told That's you at the beginning of the show. Get out of here. The first one I got for you is a Wikipedia article that is the annual global orgasm for peace. Excuse me? Global? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the Worldwide? annual. I'm sorry. Annual global orgasm for peace. Now, as a member of this planet, I haven't heard of this. How have I not oh. heard of this if it's global? Are you saying that it's not a huge success? Are you <laughs> saying that we don't have world peace right now? I can't believe it. In well, these the, times of crisis, what we need is global unity. What we really need is a, a moan to go around the world. Oh, no. <laughs> so the global orgasm is what I, bold. They put that in bold. Just global orgasm. Global Orgasm was an action originally scheduled for the 22nd of December 2006 by the author and activist couple of Donna she Sheehan and Paul Reffel to coincide with the end of winter solstice. The idea was for participants throughout the world to have an orgasm during the one day while thinking about peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I'm envisioning you, and you know what? You got one of those. You're naked, of course. And you're doing a like, ooh, a little shimmy maybe. And you, but you got doves. There's doves come. It's doves. <laughs> and you're and holding it's them and you got a wreath. It's and oh, and, and oh, what's that? Tasteful. You're on the UN floor. Oh my! Wow, that's really that's really something, isn't it? Makes you think. What, what's that? What's that behind you? And so that's a man with a gun with a balaclava. Oh no, honey, get out of there! Get out of here! <laughs> get the doves! Get them out! Of here. Get all the doves! Save the doves! Save the doves! This is based on ideas such of that of the new sphere, which I had to look up. The which what? It, it, it's basically it's it's a stupid thing. It's it's 
the the Wikipedia article doesn't really. I don't know how to explain it other than like there's there's like another level of consciousness because there's the geosphere, which they say, which is inanimate matter. There's the biosphere, which is biological life. And then there's the newosphere, which is like cognitive. Is this that transforms? Is the this the metaverse? Is this Stupid. what the metaverse is? <laughs> this is um, absolutely Mark Zuckerberg trying to figure out what humanity is he's like i understand inorganic material what is cognition but anyway that doesn't matter it is just the the thought that people think and transforms the environment uh in the world in the work of the global consciousness project of princeton it was thought that such an event would have a quote widespread uh positive effect on human well-being and i will say Mm -hmm. i mean isn't that what orgasms do (laughs) That's not, I mean, individuals, maybe. It, <laughs> I don't it feels know about like the they world. put together an advertising campaign for something that really didn't need much advertising. No, that, I think <laughs> this, I think you could, it would be probably easier to get everybody on earth to jump at the same time. You think? I think that would be fun. Probably. I think if, if, if all the world governments were like, let's do it. Let's just, let's just have <laughs> let's fun, guys. It. Let's put this huge logistical matter to the test. It's easier than saying, we're all going to fuck, and it's mandated. This is for peace. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> We're doing it for uh, peace. The second annual synchronized global orgasm for peace was scheduled uh, for 6.08 uh, on the 22nd December of 2007, the moment of the sol- solstice. The moment of the solstice? Uh, wow. But the the fact that that is, that is a single line, and then they <laughs> w- went on to a different <laughs> thing... I think says a lot. This sounds like uh, like the shittiest like Avatar: The Last Airbender like uh, enemy plot. Like he's like, mm-hmm. and on the moment of the solstice, we're gonna get everyone in the water nation to cheese, <laughs> and it's gonna disrupt the force <laughs> and the balance. Like, oh God, the spirit world's gonna be affected by <laughs> oh, no. all of our orgasm energy. Oh no. Um, the events of 2006 were inspired by many groups and practices going back thousands of years relating to Tantra and other activities. Global Orgasm Day has been operational in one form or another since 2000, over 21 and 22 December in private groups, and since 2012 has been more public in operating in locations around the world. Saying that it's been do- going on since 2000 with private groups is just kind of outing that there are orgies that have... <laughs> conscience i guess (laughs) which is a strange concept but but i found related to this oh related post yeah related reading or the the only related (laughs) the the c also oh no for this is fuck for forest (laughs) and i shall say who's forest and why does he want me to do this for forests, it's not for Forrest Gump. Oh no! I I just kept coming, Jenny. Okay, so fuck for forest. They have the acronym too, which is FFF. Mm. Um, is a nonprofit environmental organization founded in 2004, so around the same time, in Norway by Leona Johansson and Tommy Hull Ellingson. It funds itself through a website of sexually explicit videos and photographs, charging a membership fee for access. So they, they, they have an OnlyFans. They did an OnlyFans, yeah. Congratulations. For the trees, though. For the trees. Uh, a portion of funds are donated to the cause of rescuing the world's rainforests, which is very lovely. Mm-hmm. It is the world's first eco-porn organization <laughs> and may be the only porn website specifically <laughs> created to raise money for a cause. Uh, the group moved from Oslo to Berlin following the trial of its founders for having sex in public, which we will now get into. <laughs> Here we go. Well, we'll we're get, let's do the, the history. I mean, the history is basically two hippies who are progressive and in, in, were into green theater and teaching troubled teens. Um, they decided to <laughs> start Fuck for Forest to protest this the state of the world's rainforest, and to make a difference. In its first six months of existence, the group received seed funding, terrible wording, um, mm. from the government of Norway <laughs> for the creation of an alternative environmental group. So they have government funding. Ellingson believes that... They're, they're a non-pro- like a registered nonprofit 
Yeah, Norway is like, yeah, sure, whatever. We'll just what throw money do? at it. Ellingson believes that eco-porn is the obvious choice to make a difference. I don't know about obvious. I don't know. He explains, porn makes really, really a lot of money. So why not use that money for good? In 2004, <laughs> its first year of existence, the organization website netted over $100,000 for reinforced protection through the sale Yeesh. of paid memberships. So wow. that's a lot. That's a good, that's a good amount. Uh, website subscribers pay $20 per month, and the organization says that over 80% of the money goes to charities, which is very lovely. The organization's unorthodox methods have made it difficult to distribute the money it makes, though. <laughs> Both the Norwegian chapter of the Rainforest Foundation Fund and the Worldwide Fund for Nature in the Netherlands have refused to accept donations from FFF. As a result, Fuck for Forest is working on a project to work directly with indigenous communities in Costa Rica and Brazilian Amazon rainforests. Now let's get to the controversy, <laughs> though. The group's founders gained notoriety when they had sex on stage during a 2004 court festival concert featuring Norwegian singer Christoph Schau and his band The Cum Shots. Lovely. It seems like if you if you bought a ticket to the see the to see the cum shots, I you kind of you kind of maybe you expressed that you were into it. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna say they did pick the venue properly. Um, it's not like they went to, like the Wiggles or whatever. Oh my god! They, just, they were just like, let's go to the appropriate. After delivering a brief talk on the impact humans have on forest, Ellingson asks. How far are you willing to go to save the world? And the pair began stripping. A banner was raised on stage informing the audience of 5,000 that the couple was having sex to save the rainforest. Commenting on the event, Ellingson said, I had a bit of stage fright, but it disappeared <laughs> as soon as I got going. <laughs> <laughs> Just a um, little bit of stage fright? Johansson oh added that, quote... I got turned on by all the people. So that's yeah. something. I'm glad it seems that they like have you're doing this, this for yourself, not for the forest at that point. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was going to be my comment. This, yeah. is, this feels like a different thing. Yeah, it feels, feels like they different. kind of. I'm glad that they're doing, like, people fly their freak flags high for for not having a cause. Like, yeah. at least they at have least a this cause. This is a good they're cause, I suppose. Ellingson and Johansson were fined uh, one. 10,000 kroner, which is $1,470 US each for the public sex act, which is kind of cheap. That's actually pretty, pretty okay. In front of 5,000 yeah. people? 5,000 people saw that. I mean, it was probably like somebody in the back is just like, what's going on? What <laughs> A banner, uh, uh, no, sorry. Uh, commenting on their arrest, Ellingson said, it is ridiculous that we have, that we are prosecuted and sentenced on a moral basis at the same time as Norway is in a war against Iraq. I don't, violence is aired on I, TV every day and I'm it's confused. so terrible. He needs, we can, what? He's like waffling all over the place. He's, he's, pick a cause, my dude. We could have called this performance art and we wouldn't have been fined then, which is an, oh. Uh, is that true? I don't know. I don't think it doesn't so. feel true. Listen, this is. I would love to go up and or not <laughs> love to go up, but like somebody just murders somebody and they're just like it's performance art, dude. You can't get me now. <laughs> all right, they bank. would still get arrested. I'm going to the bank. Give me all your money, teller. <laughs> this is performance art. You can't press that button to call the cops. Hey, cops, <laughs> back off. I'm stealing. We, I'm we stealing got a bunch a million... of artists here. <laughs> I'm still. I'm holding these people hostage, but it's performance art. Do you understand? Soci you seem... Society. Society. Me get stealing the Pink Panther diamond is actually <laughs> a fun thing for cool dudes. It's an art <laughs> exhibit. Do you um, get it? I don't think you get it. The the event promoters were not fine though because they claimed that they were not aware beforehand. The two made their court appearance dressed in children's clothes. I don't know why. They don't go into it though. But then they say, Ellingson dropped his trousers and showed his penis during a break in the court proceedings. So not even during... <laughs> he's <laughs> not even like, exhibit A. <laughs> My God. He did, like, during the break, he's like, do you want to see a judge? And the judge is like, looks around, he's like, yeah, I guess so. This is during the break, so it's not like, nobody's, nobody's, this is not during court proceedings, I guess. Ellingson told uh, Netavizen that... Quote, we would have liked to have fucked here in court as well. Oh it's a nice God. space, and we probably would have been thrown in jail. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, and that's why they moved. 
Um, but it kind of worked out for them because they attracted a thousand new members, each paying $15 per month. So, uh, yeah, that the, they did other things, but I, I don't really want to get into them because they, <laughs> they just keep on kind of fucking outside and they keep getting fined for it. We would have done it in the cab on the way here. We would have done it on the steps. We, it's all nice spaces. Mm-hmm. And then film. There was a documentary based on this, and then a a film called "Fucking Forest." That like was a film a, adaptation. Cinema do- like uh, they say, it's a feature length cinema documentary, which I don't oh, understand God. why they would do. And then they they did a 2006 documentary film just called "Fuck," that was at the Cannes Film Festival. But <laughs> that is. <laughs> it feels like really incon- ill conceived. Am I am oh, I wrong absolutely. in saying that one? one- I mean, the whole, point, the, the whole thing, they're coming from a good place. I do think that they kind of came up with the idea first. And yeah. then they're like, maybe we should be now nice let's, about now this. Now let's work back up, backwards from there. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're gonna go, and this is, ugh, the, the, they have pictures for the, the, the logo that they have for Fuck for Forest, by the way, it looks like uh, a combination of the Rainforest Cafe font with like heavy metal, like dark outline. <laughs> and that's it. I love it. Um, but anyway, that I is I thought you my... were going to say like their logo was like a tree, two trees boning. That, like... uh, <laughs> that, uh, that would be weird. But it would it would catch eyes and they'd probably get subscribers then, which is what, what they're looking what, for, I guess. Ultimately but what they want, I suppose. That's what everyone's looking for on the internet. But you know what I'm looking for? Your next segment. You're looking for my next segment. Well, for uh-huh. you, I've got, I've got sort of a, uh, I've got a, a. What does this rap lyric mean for you? But it's a little Ooh. bit of a, it's a little bit of an off the wall one. Um, famed mm. and accomplished rapper Pusha T partnered with Arby's <laughs> <laughs> to put out, uh, put out a song called "Spicy Fish Dis." It's the Spicy Fish Dis track. And I'm, we're I'm about sorry. to go Wait, through it. No, 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 no. Uh huh. No. You can. Uh-huh. Arby's has the meats, mm. and apparently now has the fish. Has the fishes. At- so this this man said, everyone's gonna expect me to do the roast beef song. I'm yeah. not gonna do it. Right. I'm yeah. gonna go for the thing that one hundred percent, one thousand percent will give you diarrhea. It oh. w- like it is the thing that will give you food poisoning. The thing no, that's no sold matter all what. over the country, regardless of relative distance to any body of water. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wanna, okay, now I'm, I, you got me hook, line, and sinker like the spicy <laughs> oh, fish. Like the spicy fish. All right, here we go. Uh, just to just to put this out there, Pusha T is like a name industry recognized rap artist he's he's a good he's a good rapper and he's here not we a go. soundcloud artist no he's not he's he's accomplished so here we go i'm the reason the whole world love it now i'm gonna crush it filet of fish is shit and you should be disgusted <laughs> <laughs> how dare you sell how dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it wow really just like out the gate just like swinging his arms yeah like oh i'm gonna get them for the their square fish yeah half slice next line half slice of cheese mickey d's on a budget oh my god he's He's really really, it's the district they were going straight for can you name another fish sandwich in the game i mean this they're going right for the king right they're going right for the the that isn't like that isn't like a uh i don't know what's long john silver's (laughs) Yeah, Long John Silver's being the only the only competitor. About it. I, but uh, who's this for? Immediately, I think, because he's not going to convince who, like the, wait, who's, the eight who's year old the... grandmas that eat fillet of fish. My grandma would eat fillet of fish. It was like the only thing she got from McDonald's, and it was always disgusting. Listen, it's for the youths. The youths need to know about fillet. Need to know about fillet fish sandwiches. They, they need to know how shitty fillet of fish is. Great. They need to. Okay. They need to recognize that it's stinky trash, and no one should eat mm-hmm. fish. But unless it's, it's unless it's Arby's fish, it's four squares. Yeah, because it is square. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Arby's crispy. Fi- Arby's crispy fish is simply it. With lines around the corner, we might need a guest list. Exit stage left. The sandwiches taste fresh. A little cube of fish down from a clown is basic. Oh my god, he's really hung up. He's really hung up on on this clown, this clown who's trying to feed you this square fish. Ronald has not been the mascot <laughs> for, for for a bit now. So hasn't he? I think he is. Is he not? 
I haven't seen him on. I think he's they've taken him kind of off official promotion after the the whole what was it 2018 cl- clown sightings. People mm, were not very worried about it. All right, <laughs> we're a little bit down on clowns. Uh. Say less, this argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar, that filet fish is tasteless. See, <laughs> okay. Arby's only deals in the greatness. Bet the house on it like it's Vegas. I have to say, these rhyming like couplets are pretty, actually, pretty decent. I'm, 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 I'm about this. I, I was about to say he, he went hard. You could just, does he know that you can just get on a screen and go? <laughs> the filet fish is coming, or the the. Uh, hey, Arby's it's me. Has a new Push spicy. a T. You can buy fish now. Alrighty, fish. see you later. Yeah, it's me. I, I feel like Arby's really had to overcompensate because for so many years they've been banging the drum of we have the meats, and so they're like, mm-hmm. we really gotta deliver on this message that we're more than just our meats, you know. <laughs> that implies that there's some marketing person being like, listen, the other people got meats. This is all we got is saying that we have meat. That's nothing. We're really more than a meat company at this point. What are we going to look beyond the meat? What are we going to say? We have buns. We have fries. Everyone has that. We're fucked. We're fucked. We have nothing. Dude, everyone has tomato. Oh, my God. God. What do we got? We got spicy, spicy fish. What rapper do we know? <laughs> Get them in here. You can make some pretty good rhymes. Whoa. Okay. (laughs) Look, I could sell water to a whale. How do you think I'd fail? The crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. Them other clowns just to fail. Yeah. That's a noise he makes. He likes to Oh, he does. Oh, that's that's not a good (laughs) audio thing we should know from He does it better than I did. Uh, Go listen to Pusha T for for that actual one. If you know me well, if you know me and you know me well, our fish is going to tip that scale. Now, I encourage everyone who's just heard me recite this to go watch the music video that they put out because it's 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 very entertaining. I think they did a good job with it. It's there. It's it's hard because when corporations like try really hard to go viral and put a lot of effort into like goofy production value, you're like, Ugh. but then it works, and you're like, all right, you guys did it. You delivered. The only way that this could be better is he on a pirate ship in the commercial? I don't think so, but that would be pretty oh, good. That would be because I was like, if they did, because I've I watched the first few episodes of the uh, HBO show Our Flag Means Death, mm-hmm. which is the new Taiko Atiti thing, and if mm-hmm. fucking Pusha T comes <laughs> on up on deck, it was like, you guys ready for my little rap? <laughs> you ready for my? Uh, I would, <laughs> I would love it. It would be the best thing in the world. And even if he was like, this is paid promotion by Arby's. Like, we were just doing this for, and I'd be like, I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't care. I love this. <laughs> this is pretty great. So, more pirate get, content, please. Getting that money, getting that dough, getting that fish. I'm sorry that I don't have many riddles for you to, fiddle, for, to figure out on this one in terms of what does it mean. But, no, I, I get it's what pretty it entertaining. I, it is. These, these, it's, these, corporate, these corporate partnerships, it just, when they hit, they hit. When they hit, they hit. Yes. But you know what, Theo? Mm. I have a little game for you. Oh no, let's, I don't want to cut my arm off. I let's I, I play like a game, my Theo. I like my arms. I like both my arms. Let's play a video game, Theo. Oh my god. What We're talking think? about I think video I can games. win this one. Oh. Bring it on. Now, Theo, Bring it on, Saw, I was, Saw Man. I was trying to find like the best and worst games of the decade. Okay. Or something like that. The decade. Okay. But I did find a, I, a lot of them were just kind of like the lists were not, I didn't love them. They were not very, they also like would do a thing because Metacritic has a lot of these. And yep. that is the list I ended up using is a Metacritic list. Okay. But a lot of them, they would have separate, like it would be like number three, Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS4. Number five, Grand Theft Auto Five well, for Xbox One, and I'm like, help. That, you're they're, they're the same it. game, they're the same title. All right, you just have it. Yeah, it's a dumb. But I found a list that I'm gonna have you play along with. I want to see if you can guess what the best game, the highest rated game, mm. all time best games on each platform, on every platform, for the past decade, going back to. 2012 for all time this is all oh my god all time holy shit okay but this is this is broken up by game system okay so i'm gonna ask you what you think the highest rated game for each game system is all right yeah okay this is gonna be this will be an interesting little test of knowledge the first one nintendo switch 
What do you it's think gotta, the number it's one It's got to be game? Breath of the Wild. If it's not Breath of the Wild, I quit. 100% Breath yeah. of the Wild. <laughs> Remember that year where there, a bunch... Was it 2017 when it came out and a bunch of other really good games came out that year? And it was like, sorry, you came out in the same year as Breath of the Wild. You get no yeah. awards. Horizon Zero Dawn came out like the week before. Right. <laughs> and then Horizon and then Forbidden West came one, out they, before Elden yeah, Ring. Yeah, exactly. Which is a yeah. little rough. Um, PlayStation 4. This one I think is going to... F- Fuck you up. Uh, my gut says God of War. Nope. Is it? Is it a Sony first party game? It is, but it's gonna make you mad. Because this is this is mad. one of those this is one of those things that is kind of cheating. Is it? Is it? Is it like Last of Us Remastered? It is. It How is did Last you know? Okay. Because I was it's like, is, because I was like, if you said once you said, is it kind? It's kind of cheating. I was like, okay, well, I was thinking my runner-up to that would be Last of Us Two, but once you said it was kind of cheating, I was like, okay, it's got to be Last of Us then. Yeah, yeah, it's it's that's a that's a sucky answer. I mean, that's a, a PS that's answer. a that's a PS three game, but I mean, it's it's still very good, and I re, I think I replayed it on PS four. I played the remaster version, and it's it is the better the better way it's, to play the game. I mean it's but it's it's cheating to me. I'm yeah, like it is if cheating. PS4 has so many better like if you say PS3 for that I I would accept that but but the runner they also So if you go up, so if you go down up. the list what's the what's the best rated li- game you would consider is actually a PS4 game? Well they have runners up. The the second runner up is Uncharted 4. What he said. Oh. And then Wow, Blood they think 4. okay. Okay, yeah, Bloodborne is really loved. It's yeah. it's purely based off of the rating on Metacritic. Right off of the rating, which, yep. So Last of Us Remastered has a uh, 95. Okay. Whereas Uncharted 4 has a 93. Okay. So next is Xbox One. Xbox One. This is a good question. Is it... Ooh, I almost want to say it's one of the Horizon games. Ooh. Like Horizon... Four, like Forza Horizon Four, I think came out for one. One down, right? Forza Horizon, Forza 3. Horizon Three. You, this okay. you're getting it. This is good. Okay. <laughs> well, I knew that the uh, the Forza games were really, really highly rated, and mm-hmm. I was trying to remember which was the like one that really broke the mold. And I Forza Horizon Three, I think, is like really a very good choice. This this really speaks to the lack of games on Xbox One though, because the runners up were Ori and the Blind Forest with 88 on Metacritic, and then Forza Motorsport Six <laughs> with an 87. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, not that many great ones. Okay. But uh, next is PC. That This is the biggest catalog of all. Um, <laughs> but it does make sense to me. Although is, they go, like, all the way to the 90s. Maybe, so I mean, is, this is hard because, like, you're easily talking about, like... Tons of games. Like, 10x the category of any other console. Like, I... Yeah. If not more. This, uh, I will give you hints. It came out in 2004. 2004? Yeah, and it has a 96 on Metacritic. Is 2004, like, around when Oblivion came out? Yeah. Or is it far? No, is it Half-Life? It is. It's Half-Life okay. 2. Half-Life 2. Yeah, okay. I was like Half-Life 2, and then the runner-up is Half-Life with the same Metacritic store, which is very interesting. Though they both have 96. And then Baldur Gate 2, Shadow of Om. I, I really like, actually, these Metacritic ratings because they are an indication of what people thought of the game at the point at which they came out in aggregate. Mm. And I do feel like when you start getting into discussion, like when you get into discussions of like best game of all time, you get a lot of like editorializing about, uh, well, yeah. you know, this game did it better, but it's like, you have to take into account what the game did at the time that it came out. It has to be, it has to be put in comparison with its contemporaries. Yeah. Uh, this next one, I don't, th- this is another one that I, I feel like is kind of cheating, but it's Nintendo 3DS. What do you think the, do you think that it's cheating? It's a li- it's it's similar to the PS4 <laughs> one where I'm like this is this is kind of cheating in the same way. Is it one of like the Pokemon remakes? No, but it is a, a remake. Mm, the 3DS is like a catalog that I'm not very familiar with to be honest. That's what I assumed. There there are some consoles by the way that I'm probably going to like just tell you the answer yeah. no you're going to know like the Sega Engage or whatever the fuck yeah. like so my, my best guess would have been one of the Pokemon remakes but I don't know beyond that uh Ocarina of Time 3D okay yeah okay so remake of Ocarina of Time which is speaking of like best of all time yeah. it is constantly right. on the top of the list um the runners up are Fire Emblem Awakening and Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds which mm. I probably would put higher but that's fine uh 
PlayStation Vita. This is a category, <laughs> category mm. that I think you're probably going to have. The, it's got to be prefer- like a weird Persona 4 Golden, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's 100%. A, yeah. <laughs> I love that the game. Next, the next one's Tearaway, and then Code Realized Guardian of Rebirth. It's amazing so- to me that Tearaway <laughs> is the next runner-up, because while I don't think Tearaway is a bad game, the quality gap between P4G and Tearaway is massive it's, in my mind. I mean, even in the, the ratings... Persona 4 Golden got a 93, Tearaway got 87, which yeah. in Metacritic terms is like pretty big. Right. Um, Wii U, a failed console. What do you think the best Wii U game is? Is it is it Mario Kart? No, which is surprising. It's not even in the runners up. Is it the Mario 3D World? Or it is Mario yeah. 3D World. Okay. Um, and the runners up are Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and Bayonetta 2. And it's weird. Pretty close. It's weird to me because I think that like Mario Kart for Wii U was like the baseline for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which is like the best. Mm. It is the best Mario Kart game. Like you, I don't really think there's an argument about it anymore. Um, no, it, it literally is like the last one they made. <laughs> like it's the last huge, one they made, but also it, like it's I, so feature rich. I don't need it's them to great. make another one as long as they like, keep providing new tracks, which they've they've done. They yeah. added their new like battle pass thing, or whatever it says, their subscription thing. Now we're on to PlayStation Three. PlayStation Three is this Last of Us again? I mean, no, that is that's a third runner up. So that's this a, is a third runner tighter. up. They yeah. think there are two better. Is it Uncharted Two? Yes, it is. Yeah. Uncharted 2, and then the second runner-up is Little Big Planet, which is surprising to me. Wow, they think Little... Oh, wow, okay. That so has the aggregate 95. A bitter... Wow, that's interesting to me, because it's a sign of, like, when it came out, what it must have been. But I didn't... While Little yeah. Big Planet, I think, was a bigger deal when it... In the PS3 generation, they really tried to push Sackboy as, like, the, the mascot of that generation. Mm-hmm. And they put a lot of, like, effort into it, but I think he's sort of didn't just work. been forgotten. Like... Yeah, like Little Big Planet is kind of a classic, but it's kind of not. They it's came not out a with a that PS. Like, go it was like a PS Five launch game. They came out with a Little Big Planet game, but I didn't yeah. play it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. This one is a little bit uh, contentious because the Xbox number one and number two have the same rating, and I feel like I would switch mm. the orders. It's got to be Halo Three, right? Like Halo Three is the run the second. Is number Which two, is mad. but it's yeah, but it's, it's tied two. for the top score for ninety four of Metacritic's. Both of these games have a ninety four. Is Gears of War two the other one? No, that's the third runner up. Okay, the f- the number one is Gears of War. Gears of War, which is weird. So that's, Gears of War that's two has strange a to me because I, I'm I'm oh man, I don't know. I think I played Gears of War one and two when they were relatively new, and I thought Gears of War two was like a pretty substantial leap forward from Gears of War one. Yeah, I think this is one of those at the time. I think yeah. Gears of War was seen re- like it was a a but this is where like Uncharted moment. Uncharted two like got its due. Like it was much better than Uncharted, and people recognized it as like go play this game mm. now if you have a PlayStation. Gears of War has not aged as well, and the franchise is kind of showing it because I played Gears of War four, and it was like it's more Gears of War. Like yeah. here you go. They came out with um, the Uncharted collection recently for PC, which is like all of the Uncharted games. Mm-hmm. I, I think the gameplay loop of Uncharted hasn't aged particularly well, but parts of it have. It has enough variety because Gears yeah. of War only has. It's you're either trundling along as a human battle tank until you get to the next chest wall area and then you shoot a bunch of people. <laughs> and, that's yeah, and, and then yeah. you go into the next one. And the conversations and relationships aren't that engaging. Oh, they're so boring. But anyway, you know, it's a not very boring con- console the hold Wii. on wait before we go on do you remember that they oh. did that whole promotional thing for gears of war 3 about whether the character lived or died and like depending on some like votes oh wasn't that some was like stupid dom? bullshit like <laughs> I, I forgot that no it wasn't for no it wasn't for dom it was for like the soldier side character and it was like you got to oh, vote yeah well that's because it was like a re- recurring bit it was the the carmines because the, the, I, there's I just, like three brothers yeah. in each game, one of them dies. Right, and okay. so people were like, that was a goof. Break. All right. It's a goof. It's a fun little goof. At least, like, I don't know. I'm fine with that. They killed a Robin <laughs> from Batman that way <sighs> by just having people vote. So having it's not vote, outrageous uh, to me. All right. But the Wii. Uh, the Wii. Waggling the Wii had our a, way to the Wii. Had a lot of good games. I can't remember if Skyward Sword was really highly rated when it came out. I think people really liked it. And then in retrospect, we're like, hold on a second. We made a big mistake. Mm. Um, 
I'm trying to think back to the Wii catalog of like what was really good. I mean, there were a lot of good games on it. it was, I don't. I don't think Twilight Princess was particularly well rated when it first came out. Mm, I would disagree because it's number three. It's number three. Yeah. Okay. What's the, number the one then? Uh, do you want me to tell you? My guess would be, oh, maybe Super Mario Bros. Deluxe or whatever it is. No. New Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Galaxy. Oh, Galaxy. Yahoo! I forgot about Galaxy. Yeah, it's absolutely Galaxy. And then number two is Galaxy 2. Galaxy 2. 2. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Galaxy the same 2. Metacritic store, score, yeah. which is funny to me. Um, so that is the Wii. But now we're to the PSP. Another favorite oh, of yours, I think. PSP. Yeah, sort of, sort of, kind of. I had, like, played niche games on this. I don't know. Um, this PSP. is a, a big so first games party. That, games that I know that were big on PSP. The God of War games. Hey, maybe I'm it's... putting a finger up. Maybe it's... <laughs> is it Ghost of Sparta? Is that... Or no, Chains, of, Chains Olympus? of Olympus. Chains of Olympus. Yeah. yeah, okay. Chains of Olympus with a 91 Metacritic score. And then the runners-up are Shin Megami... Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 Portable and then uh, Luminous Luminous? Luma, Lu- Luminous? Luminous yeah. Luminous Luminous yeah. Luminous Luminous <laughs> I'm gonna head down to Lumine We got the Luminous The Nintendo DS Nintendo DS uh, <laughs> The games I played for this Oh is it is it New Super Mario Bros or No The it's 2D not, one it's, it's a game that you thought was gonna be the Wii U one it's in the series that you thought for the week. Oh, Mario Kart DS. Yes, yeah, Mario Kart baby. DS actually slapped. I liked Mario it did Kart slap. DS. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually it had some pretty good stages. And then runners up are Mario and Luigi Bowser's Inside Story, which is a great game. Yeah. And then Phantom Hour Legend of I'm Zelda. Su- Phantom. I'm Hour. just a little surprised that Mario Kart DS got the number one spot out of because the DS had a huge library. It they were like 91 Metacritic okay. scores, which is a little bit low. I'm. This next one was Engage, and the number one was Snakes. So that should tell you All right. the quality of that system. <laughs> um, the Xbox, the original Xbox. Halo 2? Got to be Halo 2. It, Halo 1. Halo and then one, Halo 2 okay. is the runner-up. Um, and then Ninja yeah. Gaiden Black is number three. I think looking back, everyone was like, Halo 2 was, was the guy, right? Yeah. I, I think from a modern perspective, I would rather play Halo 2 than Halo 3. Sure. P- PlayStation 2... This has a big catalog, and it's actually, uh, I feel like it's a, a GTA big, San big... Andreas? No. Surprising. Uh, that is actually surprising that they don't have a GTA on here. Because that's a, that's considered like an all-time classic. It is. Uh, what were other, I mean, God of War 2? It's, it's from a big franchise, but it's kind of a dark horse in that franchise. Gran Turismo odd. three? <laughs> no, uh, that's the the runner up number two. Yeah, I knew that Christmas that was a, that was a classic. Is it Shadow to... of the Colossus? No, that would be, that would kind of make sense. It's Metal Gear Solid two, Sons MGS of Liberty two, not MGS three, which is nobody's favorite. That's this is one of yeah. those at the time where it's like MGS one was so old for PS one, right? And then so that, this was a game changer. I guess it felt like it like blew out, like everyone out of the water. It really yeah. feels like Metal Gear Solid Three. You should have, you know, that's the iconic one. But oh, absolutely. But you're right. Sign of the. But you're right. To. Sign of the times in terms of. Um, and then the third runner runner up is Devil Devil May Cry, which huh, makes sense okay. to me. Um, did you ever Did you ever play that? Do you ever play Devil May Cry games? No, it's something that I could see myself getting into though. Hmm. GameCube. Uh, GameCube has to be Wind Waker, right? No, that's the second runner up. Like so, that's number two. With a That's 96 Metacritic two, score. So Mario Sunshine? One? No, it's not on the... I know Mario Sunshine was kind of divisive when it came out, so maybe that, it yeah. is. It is a first-party game for Nintendo. It's not and either I, of... None of the Pokemon games, because those weren't, like, fully fleshed out. I don't know if you're going to get this. It's Metroid Prime. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Metroid Prime. And then number three is Eternal Darkness, <laughs> which is, like, hmm. a weird okay. kind of experimental game, but people really like it. Critical Darling. Game Boy Advance. This is going to be a hard one. All of these are Game Boy Advance. We're getting it back into like old consoles that just the catalogs were massive. Like, yeah, I feel like there are so many games for Game Boy Advance. Um, This one's another cheat (laughs) kind of. Two of the things on this are remake. On this list. Game Boy Advance. They're already remakes. Yeah. 
They, I, they were making Super Nintendo games. That is a hint. I don't. I don't know. I can't. Once you get back no. to Super Nintendo, I don't like. Are they like Super Mario Bros. Two? That's Super Mario Bros. Three is the number two, but number okay. one is Link to the Past. Okay, from Zelda Link to right. the Past. Right, that and is just a remake. Yeah, Mario Kart Super Circuit is okay. number three. Those are less interesting. Dreamcast is Soul Calibur. I'm not gonna have Soul Cal. Let's Soul go, Calibur baby. and then Jet Grind Radio and Skies of Arcadia, oh, baby. Cool. Soul Calibur has a 98. I think that's the highest. That's one wild. I've seen. Soul Calibur one. Yes, it isn't even Soul Calibur wow. two. People love Nintendo, that game, man. Nintendo 64. I think this is the easiest one. It's Mario 64. No, it's well, oh, uh, Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. And then number two is Perfect Dark which is interesting, with a 97. Uh, Ocarina of Time has a 99, by the way. And then Goldeneye is number yeah. three. Cool. Which kind of makes that, sense. That's Perfect funny because, yeah, Goldeneye is like one of the most memorable. Th- wasn't it? Was it? It's third party, right? It wasn't developed by like Game Freak, or, uh, not Game Freak, but um, one of their internal studios. Mm, yeah, I think it was It was made by like 12 people who didn't have experience <laughs> with games. <laughs> it was very interesting. Like, the, oh, go look no. up the the development process of goldeneye it's it's fascinating because wow. they didn't add multiplayer until like the like 12th hour like they mm. were just like just throw it in sure uh playstation the original playstation this one i f- oh i don't know a lot of games for playstation is it's like is it some rp is it an rpg is it one of the final fantasy mm. games no it's a fighting game it's a fight uh it's, it's a famous it street fighter, fighter? No, it's the uh, 3D, oh, 3D fighter. fighter. Not Soul Cal because I came out f- down the line. No. I don't know. Tekken 3. Tekken 3 is the top rated game on PlayStation against yeah. like Metal Gear Solid, Final the Fantasies. That scored higher, which they say is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, but that is multi-platform and therefore disqualified by their by the rules. And then hmm. the runner, second runner up is Gran Turismo. And then the third yeah, one Gantrismo is Gran Turismo is going to be was, yeah. Final Fantasy nine. Okay. So makes sense. Wait, the original uh, PlayStation had Final Fantasy nine. Yep. They had uh seven, eight, nine was on the original PlayStation. Crazy. I'm not going to have you say Sega Saturn. Okay. <laughs> Panzer Dracoon saga. I don't, nobody cares about that. Game Boy Color. This is another one that is, I don't, I'm not going to expect you to know. Um, this is Metal is it, Gear Solid Ghost Babble, which I had never. That's AKA the top rated? Metal Gear Solid. Huh? Yeah, Metal Metal Gear Ghost Babble. Sorry, and then it's wild. Also, okay, I guess it's just like a, a remake of of Metal Gear Solid for Game Boy Color, and then Super Mario Bros. Deluxe and Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Ages, or the mm-hmm. two and three respectively. Um, original Game Boy. Um, more Mario this. games, more Zelda games. The number one is a Zelda game. Yeah, uh, not. I, it's Link's link, Awakening. It's link, this, Link's Awakening. I was it, gonna say Link Between Worlds, but that comes later. Surprisingly, Pokemon Red and Blue uh, only has an eighty-eight on Metacritic, and then is the next wow. one is Motocross Maniacs at number three, <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking wild to me. <laughs> Absolutely wild. Um. I'm not gonna Sega. It has a fucking thing for Sega CD, a uh, like console CD? that not that. a single person had. I never heard of that. Um, Super Nintendo, Mario Bros. Two, Super Mario World Two, Super Yoshi's Mario Island. World Two. Okay. So Yoshi's Island, and the number two is Chrono Trigger, and Super Metroid. These all have the same rating of 96. So you could literally just mm-hmm. like <laughs> flip them around. Okay. If I was to make my list, I'd probably say Corona Trigger, Super Metroid, and then Yoshi's Island. Yeah, have but you have you played a lot of these older games? Like I I played Corona Trigger. You did? Okay. Yeah. I played the DS remake on the train. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Right, right, I mean. Right. Um, and then Yoshi's Island is just like a fun little um Sega Genesis is Ristar, and then Sonic Hedgehog 3, and then yeah, Shining I was gonna say Force Sonic 2. Has, has to make an appearance somewhere, right? I'm surprised that Ristar won, but Anyway, that's the end of <laughs> that it's an interesting little segment. journey into like what games were con- what was, considered their temporary contemporary, you know. Yeah, what was, best what was popular best. at the time. Yeah. Ho- 
we've never been popular at any time. But if you'd like <laughs> to make us more popular. Oh, my God. Oh, I got to retire right now from that. Oh, <laughs> you can, no. You can give us uh, ratings and reviews. Tell your friends about the podcast. Send them episode 100. That's that's one that we spent a lot of time on. We're mm-hmm. very proud of. And then 101 is kind of a fresh redo. If you, if you want to start the podcast at any point, I would say episode 100. And then move forward, and then you can move backwards. Clearly, you're, you're here already. You're listening to this one. so You're already here. but You're already here. Anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have any segments that you want to send, if you have any games that you love that you wish were was on the list, then send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter at Segment City, our YouTube, which has all our episodes, Segment City. And also, we'd like to give a big thank you to someone in particular. Thank you to Rachel Robison. She does our inter music. Uh, I think she's fantastic. So, yes. check her out. So, this is our ending segment of List of Unusual Deaths. And this one is from 401 BC. This is Mithridates. Mithridates, a pre- uh, Persians, not Parisian, <laughs> oh, it's me, Parisian, a Persian soldier who embarrassed his king, Artaxius II, by boasting of killing his rival, Cyrus the Younger, who was the brother, uh, who's the king's brother. Yeah, Cyrus the Great's brother. Yeah, that, that's uh, kind of a big deal. Was executed by scaphism, um, also known as the boats, um, which ostensibly entailed trapping the victim between two boats feeding and covering them with milk and honey and allowing them to fester and be devoured by vermin and insects so that's what happened to this guy the king's physician though cetaceous reported that mythodates survived the insect torture for 17 days oh my god got him oh no why do we end with this segment why it's do great. we do I it? it. <laughs> Why do we do sometimes, it? Because sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's bad. Ugh. Ugh. But anyway. I can't bye. stand it. <laughs> bye. That's it. Bye.